The last known remnants of Earth's people are adrift in space, aboard the Ark of Humanity. Its sole purpose, to instruct each generation in the history of human civilization. Confined and categorized, none could leave. But one made a daring escape. Cut loose from all she knew, with a holographic student as her only companion, she crash-landed on a nearby planet. This planet holds the sleeping archive of a culture even more ancient and unique than Earth. And the planet itself may change them more than they expect. This is Seminar. to lose. Thomas is practically your brother. You nearly killed him. I'm not so sure you really understand what family means right now. Thomas interfered where he shouldn't. You should have just opened the doors and let me in so I could finish what we started. The doors are open now. The Zarak are still outside. They haven't followed you in here. Who exactly is we? Oh, I asked them to wait outside. First, I just wanted to finish this fight. Take out this monstrosity. And rest assured, Halas, when the Zarok enter Byzantium, we'll destroy this place and restore this land back to what it used to be. But I am going to make sure you don't get in the way. Alex! You will listen to me. Oh, You're just going to have to sit this one out. Alex, this is the blood frenzy. You don't want to hurt me. Don't tell me what I want. <sighs> Thomas, get Zarosh up and running, quick. Stop arguing with me, Alice. Oh, what am I going to do now? I don't know if I can fix you, Zarosh, but I will try. I think... I think I'll have to trust that you can do what she said. That you can find me. Accessing file, Avatar. I'm sorry, I didn't get that last. I think my signal dropped for a second. Could you repeat? I was just saying that I think our delivery date for the next release is now at risk because of the external dependency on the Epsilon integration. I agree. Okay, well, we're going to need to review the timeline with Epsilon team leads and see what can be compressed or maybe dropped. I've got a hard stop at the top of the hour, so are we done? Uh, we didn't get to the end of the list, but if you have to go, maybe we can reconvene later this week. My calendar's up to date. Pick a time. Mine too.
Okay, I'll send out an invite through Omega. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <sighs> okay, where was I? Right. One more error left in this bit here, and I can call this one done. Ah, there you are, you little bugger. And now I have 20 new errors. <sighs> Hello? You home? In the office. Just got out of a meeting. At 9 o'clock at night? In sweatpants. My weekly staff call was moved because Chiang was invited to this one, and she connects from China. She's 12 hours ahead, and it's been a long day, okay? I wanted to be comfortable. The bunny slippers are a nice touch. Very professional. I'm sure it's what everyone's wearing to staff meetings these days. Hey, we use Omega, remember? My product? The one you say I can never shut up about? My VR projection isn't being generated from my current clothes. It's a combination of my real-time movements and an avatar that was scanned on a day when I was wearing proper business casual. So you're cheating? No, I'm not cheating. I'm saving network bandwidth by just transmitting wireframe motion capture data and having the avatar projection rendered by the recipient's environment. It's more efficient and it prevents lag. And your avatar is wearing the same blazer at every meeting. And my avatar is wearing the same blazer every meeting. I really don't think anybody cares. Speaking of not caring, did you remember that we were going out for drinks tonight? I'm guessing from the bunny slippers, that's a no. <sighs> I mean, you can keep them on if you want. Might make an interesting impression. Or you could send your virtual self to my eyeglasses and I could take your avatar out for drinks. Shut up. I'm coming. Let me change and put on shoes first. I almost forgot to ask, how'd the big presentation go? Good. Mostly good. Rough start. I was really nervous with the executive VP right in the room, and of course she takes the chair right at the near end of the table, so she's sitting maybe four feet from where I was standing, and I hadn't had much sleep last night because I was up late making last minute changes. And? And I get to this point in my slide deck where I go to the next slide and for a moment I have no idea what I'm going to say next. I mean, I did practice a hundred times, but just for a moment. A terrifying moment. I'm looking at a picture and wondering what happened to the slide that was supposed to be there. And I have no idea what that is a picture of. I stop talking. The silence stretches. And then someone breaks in with a question and by the time I've answered it, I remember where I am and I can keep going. Do you think the exec noticed? I have no idea. The silence seemed to have gone on forever, but maybe it didn't. It was just terrifying to be standing there and drawing a total blank, even if it was only for a couple of seconds. I feel your pain. Oh, <laughs> that reminds me, oh god. I had my own moment of blankness yesterday when Gonzalez arrived at my office for a meeting. Gonzalez. Is that the one you're always talking about at the Epsilon project? Yes, the Gonzalez, who is the lead on Epsilon and who I have been working with as a colleague over the past, I don't know, two years, I think? But we never met in person, only over Omega VR. And then this month, the boss decided that we needed to have an on-site meeting to jumpstart the work on the Epsilon integration, smooth out some of the pain points, you know? So he and his team flew over to work out of our office for the week. And then yesterday afternoon, he just walked in through the door of my office unannounced. And? And I completely didn't recognize him. 
total blank. He's all friendly and I'm thinking, who are you? Thank God I stopped just short of saying that out loud before I figured out who he was. I'm still not sure I covered for it well enough. I think it was obvious that I had no idea who was standing in my doorway. But you see him every week, using your product. I've seen his Omega avatar every week. His avatar looks 35 maybe, with a tiny bit of salt sprinkled in with the pepper. The guy who walked in today was definitely not 35. I swear, he ported the avatar from some scan that was done when he first joined the company, and I think that was 15 years ago? Wow. I know. Seriously. I don't know if it's just neglect, like he hasn't thought about it, or if it's deliberate. Deliberate? Why? I mean, I don't know. Some people are self-conscious about not being 30 anymore. Not that this should be the case for him. He looks great. Just not like the avatar I've been in weekly staff meetings with for the past two years. At least, not enough that it didn't take me a couple of beats to recognize him. But anyway, you didn't finish your story. What was the reaction to the presentation? The API for Epsilon is going to change slightly. We're going to overload the function Omega invokes to optionally take a second parameter to determine what kind of upscaling to do on the original sound stream. Upscaling? So, improving the fidelity of the sound signal if they have a bad sound capture on their end? <laughs> no, I've been doing that for ages. This is different. In the next release, we're debuting two new features. The one that comes with the basic subscription will be the accent normalization, and then with the Omega Pro, we're offering vocabulary upgrades. What the hell is accent normalization? You know, people get frustrated when their accent can be understood by their colleagues. So the filter normalizes the accent so they can be better understood. That has problematic written all over it. Normalized to what? This release? American Midwest. Hey, I didn't pick it. But we have about 20 others in the roadmap so it can be set according to localization settings at the enterprise level. Damn it. For a moment there, I thought I could pick my own accent. I was thinking... Scottish, maybe? <laughs> Not yet. Too bad. And what's the vocabulary upgrade? New natural language generation component that we integrated with. We can actually regenerate your sentence with slightly changed wording to upgrade your level of vocabulary. You know the advertising copy. Put your best self forward. Exactly. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. I just don't really understand what would motivate you to have Omega basically rewrite you as a slightly different person. Well, not everyone was privileged enough to grow up in the right place and go to the right schools, you know? Prejudice isn't dead. And some people are just tired of fighting it. Point taken. Okay. In any case, have you guys benchmarked the upscaling under high load? Uh, individually, yeah. But not with the Omega integration yet, obviously. Okay, I'll need to write up a spec for those guys and give them a heads up. I'm a little concerned about the effect it could have. Oh my god, did I tell you about the new guy at work? No. Yes. Maybe. I don't think I did. New developer based out of my office, and he started the team on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday? Anyway, today was his first all-hands meeting. Okay, and? And as soon as he connects to the meeting and I take one look at his avatar, man, I was looking for the mute button so fast to block my reaction from being observed. <laughs> Why? Because his avatar was hot. And I'm just guessing from your tone that he isn't. Oh, don't get me wrong. He's fine. He's decent looking enough, I guess. I hadn't really noticed. 
What I am saying is that everyone in that meeting noticed him today. It was still him, yeah, but like a real-time moving photoshopped version of him. A little taller, slightly broader shoulders, flatter stomach, nice butt. <laughs> you were checking out his butt on a conference call. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm married, but I'm not dead. Or blind. <laughs> and the pants he was wearing were very well-fitting and expensive-looking. And that's not what he wears to work. Hardly. I mean, we don't get paid well enough to buy pants like those. These were custom Avatar upgrades. You know how they'll reproduce your own clothes for free? And they have a few default business skins. I always imagined what it would be like if everyone in the meeting wore the same one. But he clearly had bought something custom, and he looked good. Well, good for him, I guess. Anyway, after I got over my shock, I was able to start the meeting. Mm, but I have to wonder what the return on investment is for upscaling yourself like that. Does he really find that? So that's all I had. Oh, did you hear? We got on the news today, and not in a good way. Yeah, that didn't take very long. We just went GA with a release two days ago. I heard from legal that they're working on a formal response to the privacy advocates. Is the protest worrying them? No, all content passing through Omega has been our IP since the beginning. The language has been in the end user's agreement from day one. Not that anyone has read one of those since the dawn of software. True, but I don't know what people want here. Artificial intelligence needs data. If you want your mail to be sorted and to have the junk mail thrown out, you need the system to be able to learn based on every email you've ever sent or received. If you want your appointments to be scheduled during times that are convenient to you, the system needs access to your whole calendar. And if you want your virtual avatar to be able to give a presentation the way you would do it, it needs to have access to all of your old presentations. That's how deep learning works. Well, okay, but just to play devil's advocate, I can see where the objections are coming from. When I give a presentation over Omega that is my personal creative output, and now Delta Corporation is using that to make something they are selling for profit. Just back to you, though. It's a model of how you present. No, it also goes towards training the base model for all autonomous VR users. I worked on some of that code. Like you said, it takes a lot of data. So the company is making a product out of my content, and I can see where that would bug people. At the same time, it's a trade-off. Always is. Yep. So we'll just have to see how this shakes out. In any case, I'll talk to you next week, assuming it all blows over and we still have jobs. Okay, sure thing. Bye. Bye. Reminder, we have the weekly Gamma meeting starting in 15 minutes. Oh crap. I am never going to get used to software talking to me in my own voice. <sighs> Not another one of those Gamma meetings. Wasn't the last one yesterday? Our last Gamma meeting occurred one week ago at the same time. Okay, okay. Was I supposed to have prepared anything for this? We will be presenting the analysis of the Zeta three-month pilot deployment. The slides are already complete. Hell, I am in the middle of... I've got another hundred lines of code to review. I gotta finish this. You could actually give that talk without me, right? It's only two slides and just the facts. Yes. And you could take notes on anything that was said that was important? Yes. I have that capability. And in fact, you could probably do a better job than me because you could upscale it. You do not currently have upscaling enabled. Right. Okay. 
Well, just to be on the safe side, just this once. Turn upscaling on. Upscaling has been activated. Okay, go to the meeting. Let me know how it goes. I will report when the meeting has concluded. The meeting is over. My notes have been placed in your directory. What? The meeting was canceled? No, we accomplished the entire agenda. How? You were only gone for like a second. All of the other attendees sent their avatars as well. We were able to conduct the meeting much more efficiently without having to emulate or account for the actual speed of human speech. We all spontaneously decided to be lazy ass on the same day? Even the boss? This was not a spontaneous occurrence. You've been the only member of the Gamma meetings attending in person for more than a month. I thought you knew. This is, after all, a logical application of the Omega VR autonomous feature. There was no reason for you to spend your time in this meeting when you had more complex problems to solve. But... but I was just using it to present simple findings. Interaction wasn't necessary, it was a one-way flow of data. Sometimes we have actual real decisions to make during those meetings. Wait, two weeks ago, we had that eight-hour planning meeting to determine which features to put into the next release. Are you saying that everyone else left those decisions up to their avatars? The avatars are briefed with their users' objectives and provide with a fitness function with which to evaluate any proposed compromises. But none of the rest of the team actually spent eight tedious, soul-killing hours of their day debating those compromises? That is correct. I don't know whether to feel horrified or mortified. And I'm talking to myself, or so that's a thing now. Okay, um, terminate. Wait, Omega? What other meetings do I have today? You have three more meetings. At two o'clock, you have a scrum meeting with Marcus. At three, you have a call with the Sigma team. At 3.30, you have your weekly touch-based meeting with Lee. And do any of those require me to put aside these 100 lines of code? Do I need to attend them? No. I can execute all three of these meetings in autonomous mode. Well then. <laughs> then do it. Attend without me. For all three. And thanks. Happy to be of service. Oh, that was incredible! I've never seen anything like it! I never knew he could go that fast! <laughs> Common language re-established. This Zerosh is damaged. Cannot understand. Right. Of course. There's so much information in there. I don't know how you could talk to me and sort everything else out. Additional communication. Data points required. I have just the thing. You listen to this while I try to figure out why Alex wants to burn this place to the ground. Accessing Hero Justice. Good morning, Mr. Calderon. Good morning, Alice. My favorite CEO. The feds are here for your quarterly powers checkup. They'll need to see you, Jeannie, Brickred, and Sightline, as usual. Better not keep the feds waiting. We'll meet them in the conference room in a minute. I'll let them know, Mr. C. Hello, Carl. We're ready to get you hooked up to the monitors. 
Have a seat, please. You FBI guys are up early. What? No baddies for you to catch? Now, any changes in your powers or additional abilities to report? Nope. Unreported conflicts, events, or uh, arguments between yourselves? Conflicts? No more than usual. Hey, don't forget the protocol. You'll need to review their case history before you get too deep. Oh, right. I guess the newbie always gets the busy work. Let's see. 50s, corporate job, and the event. Was that when Jeannie first appeared? Yeah. One minute I'm at my desk. The next, I'm stuck in my head, watching this smoky figure scare the bejesus out of my cube mates. It did make for good office gossip, though. That's when they sent you to the hero relations counselor, am I right? She was supposed to ease me into being a superhero, but I'm a bit on the old side. Normally it happens in the teens or early 20s. Then things got more complicated when Sightline and Brick Red came out to play. It says here they sent you straight to the vice chair in charge of supers. Guess they'd never seen anything like you before. They got used to it, though. It's a bit easier since only one of us can be on the outside at a time. Wait, how's that work exactly? The four of you in one body? It's like being in a revolving door. Only one of us is on the outside at any given moment. The other three are stuck inside my head. Well, from your perspective, it kind of looks like a revolving door when we swap. Must be cramped in there. Yeah. It's no party when we're all arguing. Okay. Let's get back to today's updates. How about we talk with, um, with Brick Red first? This guy's so heavy he's gonna bust that chair. Oh, hell. Not you guys again. Hey, calm down, Red. Just answer the questions and you can go back to whatever it was you were doing. All right, get on with it, you pencil-necked, paper-pushing pimp-squeaks. Last month, during the 7th National Bank heist, you were seen- Whoa! I'm sorry to interrupt, gentlemen. Genie, what happened to Red? We don't need to speak with you yet. What's with all the smoke? And where did all the color go? It's one of Genie's mind tricks. The color will still be on the camera. I still can't get used to his voice in my head, but that's how they all keep in contact. Gentlemen, I'm here because we're needed. A supervillain named Bond Zero is about to attack at the Wallington building downtown, and we're the closest to the scene. Come on, guys. Time to get a move on. I shall summon Sightline for the journey. Damn! What's with all the lightning? That's Sightline. Or it was. Probably downtown by now. We're on our way. Okay, Alice. What do we got on this Bond Zero guy? He's got no natural powers, but a lot of black market tech. Guns, bombs. Main weapon seems to be some kind of disintegration ray. Oh, that's wonderful. At the Wellington building now. I'll handle this, bozo. Whatever it is you want, I'm sure we can work this out peaceful-like. Red, we need to think this through first. What do I want? What? I want to rip this whole building full of pension-stealing dickweeds from the ground. All these tools are gonna get what they deserve. That ain't gonna do. I'm coming for you. Let him go, Carl. He can at least get us up to the scene. Alice, you'd better tell the police to back off. It's always messy with Red. I heard that. Just pipe down. 
I'll take this terrorist guy out pronto. I'm not a terrorist! <sighs> Bet I'm not out there. The last bullet I handled was from Coors. I'm gonna crush that damn... What? What the heck was that purple beam? That's the disintegration weapon, remember? Brett's gonna be toast. Better get him out of there. Sightline! Time to disarm that disintegrator, Ray. Eh? I'll focus on the battery pack. What you pulled me in for? I could have finished it. No way! Look at you. Your mask is half burned off and you took some heavy damage. Just stay in here for now. Yeah, whatever. I think I've absorbed enough energy from the disintegrator. That's the stuff right back at the gun! Ah, my head! Uh, you won't stop me that easily! Ah! I'm hit! Heading to the top of the building! Damn it! We'll need to swap out Sightline. That gunfire's gonna rip him to shreds. I've got it from here. I'm on the roof, entering the air ducting. Sightline, how are you and Red faring? As long as we're inside, our damage will remain stable. Doing okay for now, but we'll need medics once we're back. Medical team is already on standby, along with wardrobe and legal. Where are they? Hiding from me? Got, gotta think! Not much time left now! Let me into your thoughts. Be calm. Silence. Tranquility. So nice! Colors fading. Black and white. Mustn't sleep. They're near. Red, once Genie gives the word, you're gonna need to swap in. Are you up to it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Just a bit cinched around the edges. And now, Red. I gotcha, you scum. Hold still. <sighs> no! Take this! Ha! <laughs> Is that all you got? A puny knife? Not quite! You've got a surprise coming <laughs> real soon! Hey guys, he's talking crazy. I got him cuffed. A little help here? Open your mind. Give me your thoughts. What have you done? Um, basement. Two minutes. Revenge. Holy hell! S Sightline! We need to get to the basement fast! You good to go? Uh, yes. Uh, I think I can manage it. Stop your moaning! Get the heck out there, you wimp! How are you guys? Do you need the bomb squad? No time, Alice. We're gonna have to handle this on our own. Just have everyone get as far away as they can. I'll alert the police and emergency crews. Get everyone out of the area. We're headed to the basement. Carl, what do we do? Holy hell in a handbasket. That's one huge bomb. It's the size of a Winnebago. No time to get it out. Don't know how to defuse it. Only seconds left. Just one chance. Sightline, you've got to absorb the blast. Three, two... One. Ah! Must get outside. 
have to release this energy before it consumes me. Huh. Well, that was, uh, something new. Mr. C, I saw you release all that energy into the sky, but then you collapsed. You okay? Yeah, sort of. Let's get the team the heck out of here and back to HQ. Genie, you up to getting us back? Yes, I am undamaged. On our way now. Alice, you still there? Yes, Mr. C. Genie's kept me in the loop. The teams from medical, costumes, and legal are waiting. Great, Alice. Remind me to give you a raise. I'll add it to your schedule, Mr. C. When you get back to HQ, we'll meet you all in the conference room. Wait, what? Why the conference room? The feds? Remember? They are still waiting for you. Gotta follow the rules to keep the lights on. Oh, for the love of a bomb. This is worse than bomb zero. You all knew this was coming. Pipe down, you guys. Okay, Alice, we're almost there. Send the meds to the conference room. We'll handle it all at the same time. Hey, boss. Should I cue the theme music now? <sighs> yeah, sure. Why not? Hmm. Carl seemed to have the right idea in that story. Fight smart, not hard. At least I hope that was the lesson. Coordinator resort. Significant power loss and structural damage. Repair is not possible. This Zerosh will not be able to remain operational without assistance. Wait, what? Even if the Zarak do not enter their structure, Byzantium will end. Featuring the voice talents of Catherine Pride as Alice, Dan Foster as Alex and Thomas, and Aidan Rudd as Zarash. In Avatar, Bear Schacht was Sue, Jake Phillips was Smith, Jack Pevyhouse was LeBlanc, Dave Morgan was Prakesh, and Jess Herring was Jones. The story was written by Lisa N. Michaud. In Hero Justice, Joel Nisbet was Senior FBI Agent, Joshua Zedeker was Junior FBI Agent, Cindy Woods was Alice Azure, Russ Gold was Bond Zero, and Joe J. Thomas was Carl Calderon and the Heroes. The story was written by Joe J. Thomas. This episode was directed by V.C. Morrison and assistant directed by Samantha Reed. The rapper script and story were written by Catherine Pride, and the shorts and rapper were edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music featured in this episode include the following. Hero Justice theme song by Joe J. Thomas. Additional music and seminar theme were written by V.C. Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar. Co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production is copyright 2019, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Next, on an all-new seminar... Gray Therapeutic Assistant booting up. One moment, please. Please identify user. It's me, Gray. 
Good afternoon, Cal. How can I assist you today? I'm at a job site, and I... Uh, I need you to talk me through the shaking. You are in a seismically active area? Yes. The epicenter was... Okay, that doesn't matter. But it was a biggie, so the aftershocks are still going. Reminder. This is not an optimal working condition for you, Cal. Have you requested a different job site? Not an option today. Acknowledged. Shall we start with some short meditation? I don't really have time for that. I just want to get the job done and get the hell out of here. I understand. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your current stress level? As long as it's not shaking, I'd say, I don't know, a 5? How would you rate your stress level during an aftershock? A goddamn 11, Gray. You know that. <gasps> Reminder. You can do this, Cal. I can do this. Hear more of this ground-shaking story written by DX Blink in the next seminar, coming February 26, 2020, only at PendantAudio.com.